Leslie, thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule to talk today uh, about asking for it. Um, (laughs) uh, When I first saw this film, uh, I was floored because I went into it not knowing much about it. And I came out of it going, wow, this this is just the film. It hit on so many levels. Um, And, you know, I was very impressed not only... Not only with the story, but the cast uh, performances, uh, your performances, Lily, and everybody involved, and just the story too. That uh, you know, it, it really hit me. But I also realize it's going to ruffle a few feathers. Uh, so it, it is. It is. What, yeah. So uh, you play Lily, and if you wouldn't mind telling my listeners, tell them a little bit about your character, Lily. Absolutely. So there, you know, this movie is about this awesome girl gang revenge renegade group. And Lily, um, we all come from different, you know, traumatic experiences, which kind of bonded us, you know, female powerful group. And Lily was a singer back in her day. I, we kind of talked about it, you know, more of a like childhood, you know, singer that, um, came from nothing, but had a little fame back in her day. And she was kind of, you know, coming out of it, out of her teenage years. She was a little pop star coming out of it. And she had a stalker who was um, very obsessed with her. And it was one of those things where she's coming around a corner one evening and her stalker is behind her um, and says, hey, you're that girl, you know, you're Lily, the pop star, sing for me. And I'm kind of like, mm, I don't really do that anymore. And he's like, fine, if you'll sing, if you won't sing for me, you'll sing for nobody else. Um, then holds me down, pours lighter fluid on me and sets me on fire. Very, very traumatic and awful experience actually, you know, has happened to women before. And um, I did not take this role lightly because of that. So yeah, I have a big, big facial scar in half my face and um, I am mute in this film. So that is why I'm sign language because my vocal cords were you know, burned um, in that sort of attack, which is awful. So. so what drew you to this character that wanted to, uh, you know, to take this character on? What, what, what was it about it that about her that she wanted to play this uh, character? Well, first off, just reading the script sure. by Amen, I was in love. I thought it was very timely. And um, just, I had heard a couple names that were possibly at the time attached um, and got the chance to read it. I was so excited. With Lily specifically, I took sign language for four years in college and love and adore sign language of the language. Um, I think that com- the deaf community is incredible and their language is you know, so sacred and great. Um, so for me, knowing, um, you know, I kept up with it pretty proficient. I'm not, I can't say I'm fluent, but being proficient in ASL, reading this, it was also written as a redhead. Sure. Um, <laughs> Which I am, so I'm like, wait, you know, a redhead who knows sign language. This, it's just all coming to a head here. Um, I, I really do feel like I'm perfect for this, and um, was able to audition and meet with the director, and uh, he saw the fit as well, which I was just thrilled about. <laughs> yeah, I just think um, just being a part of a film that has incredible, powerful women mm-hmm. that um, you know are getting revenge on some <laughs> bad guys. Definitely in a society where we have some men that aren't the greatest right now, you know, whatever. But well, no, I mean, it's it's important to have stories like this, and and that's actually part of the film is you know tell, who tells the story, 
right? And and that's the theme of it. And and Lily gets her story in here too, which uh, I I thought the character was interesting. The fact that they had a, a, a mute character in this group, and you could you know you signed and now you know not only was it were you a a, a mute character. But you still were uh, proficient in, uh, say, explosives and other things as well. Um, she she's a pretty uh, badass character. Um, it Thank is. You. I agree. Yeah. Having the engineering mind and being kind mm-hmm. of the technical brains um, with the group was, you know, also just another exciting component to who this sure. character is, um, which. It's exciting. I I started college um, pre med, so I had more of a like medical background mm. to the start of my life. Um, so not necessarily engineering, but you know, having some like intellect, and mm. I thought that just really like grounded her and made her different. Yeah. Now, did you get a lot of chance to uh, possibly you know meet up with the cast ahead of time and kind of get a bonding or, or get familiar with one another? Because you all seem to have very good chemistry together play off each other very well was there did you have some of that time to kind of get to know each other before the camera started rolling well thanks for noticing uh they're some of my dear friends i actually met them in oklahoma oh okay. we had we had a group chat going on before we all got there just say hey i'm you know i'm leslie Great. i'm alex i'm here whoever um so we all were kind of familiar with texting and communicating however um we all met in guthrie oklahoma where we filmed it but I, I had a couple days. I was probably there for four or five days before I started filming. Um, so I was really able to you know, go to lunch, go to dinner, really meet all the girls and um, bond before we really started um, filming. Uh, but yeah, such a great, great group of girls. It was just, we all became a family very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah, and it does come across on screen. And uh, that's what I liked about it. And another thing was I actually got to talk to uh, David Patrick Kelly a little bit earlier today. Um, and one of the things that I brought up and I wanted to get your opinion on it too, is, uh, the film, what I like is it's got strong female characters and I knew watching it was going to ruffle feathers, but also I felt like they very well set up the motivation of the women because nowadays, especially with the, the loud internet, you have people going, Oh, the big, the big term woke. Oh, it's woke. But this script really felt like it was making sure it was getting the idea across look not all men we don't hate all men we <laughs> you know is that what you got from this as well with this story uh, that it wasn't just if you're male we hate you <laughs> yeah no absolutely i agree um of course of course not all men are bad and with that right. that was a big point to not not be like that not it's as much as it is a female empowerment film um there were you know some great male characters with you know, Luke Hemsworth coming to our aid at the end with Sal. And um, I think that's kind of like society. We need to hold those accountable that need to be held accountable. But there are still, of course, well, yeah. incredible um, men in society and those who want to help and are on our side and are, are here to fight the good fight with us. And yeah, I think it did a great job showing that as well. Yeah. And that's what I was very happy with, because some films try to handle this material. And I don't think they do that as get that message across as well. Uh, you know, Ezra Miller's elevated extreme guy uh, was a great contrast to your characters as well. Uh, one of the scenes that stood out for me for Lily was, uh, and I, I think you get some of the most physical work, is the frat house scene. 
And you, yeah. you have something in particular happen to your character. How, how'd you prepare for that? Because that was, was that actually you doing that? Did they get a stunt person or? or uh, that was all me being electrocuted by that breaker box. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, it was probably my most fun scene to film mm -hmm. because it was, you know, physical and fun that, I mean, of course, is very um, precaution with safety. Right. Had um, full hands on deck there, but, you know, huge mat, a huge, we're going to fall this way, of course you know, they were yeah. like, don't do it. And I'm, I'm the actor that's like, let me do it. What can I do? How can I fall? Let's, let's go. I'm here for it. Um, so we practiced many, many times um, of just what's it going to look like? You know, of course, camera angle, how will that look on camera? Mm -hmm. um, and everyone was there and we actually had like an explosion go off and um, yeah, I don't know. It was fun. <laughs> that was for me the most fun because I got to, you know, really play and sure. um, I got to fall, which I you, think was like, it wasn't like I'm falling from any like no. large height or anything. It was just, it was the shock. And I guess mm -hmm. I'm just pretending. So. It, it, it was, it looked painful on screen at least though. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. I'm glad I kind of, you, you know, do my job. So that you, works. You sold it very well. Absolutely. Um, but that's what I, I like also the diversity that you had amongst your uh, female cast, your group that you have. Um, it's not, everyone seemed to have a, a representation of a different trauma and yes. uh, you know especially yours i think was represented the most physically uh versus the others uh you know did, does that play into your character how how did you prepare for this role i mean you mentioned you you did know asl and that but how how did you prepare for a role like this and and, and this type of character um, it was it was a lot of reading mm -hmm. female stories that had gone through this. Um, and there was some real stories on like found on YouTube of um, you know acid attacks and those women, those amazing survivors speaking out and just how what they went through. Um, yeah, I think it was just a, it was it was a lot of reading for me. It was a lot of what did these women you know what did they go through? Who were they before? Who are they after? How did it impact them um, you know in their current life? And yeah, it is definitely different. It was more of a physicality, as you can see on my face. And I think that every morning I was in the makeup chair for about an hour and 20 minutes. Mm. And I think that actually just really set the tone for me as a character because I saw myself sure. physically change. Mm -hmm. And I kind of, you know, took that on every single day as soon as that, you know, scar, because they did do it by hand every day. Oh, they did. Different. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. There's some movies that will kind of have like a um, the same right. type of prosthetic yeah yes um that's already pre-made but no uh, my makeup artist candy who was incredible she did it by hand she you know had the photo of like this is day one right. every day i'm gonna recreate it like that so to me that also got me every day in the like mode of like this is happening to me i'm watching myself actually change of like you know sure. my face that i'm used to to now <laughs> after an attack and like how does that affect me emotionally just looking in the mirror um so yeah, I think that was mostly it. I mean, I, I, I've talked to some women that are more in my circle with some um, more emotional trauma. Sure. Of course, I've had you know my own as we all yeah. have gone through things in life. Um, but I think it's just relating to women of the things that they've gone through, especially those at the hands of men. So. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, did you feel? I hope you know what we asked you. Did you feel more pressure, though, into making sure you got it genuine because you are portraying things that have happened to real? I mean, this isn't just 
film exaggeration. These are things that have really happened. So does that add a little bit of extra pressure, a little bit of extra focus, because you really want to not represent it incorrectly? Yes, uh, yes, yeah. 100%. Yeah. I just, I want to be as genuine and as real mm-hmm. to, um, you know, these women that have gone through this, for sure. And it, and it does, everybody's, uh, you know, situation and their experience seemed genuine and real that it came across. One of the other things that I thought was handled very well was uh, the portrayal of the actual acts, like what happens to our, you know, the, the, the young woman who ends up joining the group, you know, some yeah. films blatantly show it, or we would get a flashback like with your character, but we don't get that in here. Uh, do you think, do you think that takes away from it not showing it? Or do you think that's not necessarily needed because it has been done so many times before? Yeah, I think it's a very delicate subject. And I personally think um, the director and producers on this film did a great job of not showing it. Mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily know if it was needed. I think the implied um, being, of course, a woman myself, I have been in those situations of men, you know, mm-hmm. taking a little bit, you know, you give them an inch and they take a mile. mile right. and they, they really think that mm-hmm. it's on and as much as you say no and they keep going and I it I don't know I, I don't think it needs to be said I think sure. this, we kind of all mm-hmm. know what that is and um, either have experienced yourself or we know people that have gone through maybe something similar um, that I think the implied was all that was needed yeah I, I like I'm always been a fan of uh, less is more in a lot yeah. of ways, because uh, if you if you do portray it, then it, it it cements that into that specific situation. Whereas if you maybe don't and you leave it to a bit of the imagination of putting putting the pieces together, well, it can vary like every situation does for that. So, yeah, that that I I appreciated that because I don't think some of that is needed to set you know be shown. And plus, I think it might turn away some of the demographic you're trying to target yeah. this towards <laughs> right? yeah yeah i think it's just hard to watch you know mm-hmm. um it, it's not yeah. a horror movie <laughs> it's, it's, right, right. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's a movie with a message and was that talked about on set and such as well as is what the message was with this film because you had to know making this film especially in today's internet culture and the world wide web and everything uh it was going to possibly be received in a specific way. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. No, I think it was definitely talked about mm-hmm. in, um, in a very, like, to the point but delicate matter mm-hmm. of, like, Eamon was great with really getting us all. There's a couple of times where we all, like, we're together, of, like, this is what we're doing, um, you know, <laughs> trying to help us through it, but to really grasp what was being right. shown and just to be as real as possible. Um, yeah, all the creators find it were great. Yeah. Just, the, I get to talk to us about everything, every scene. This is what's going to happen once this movie's released. Prepare for it. <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a shame because I think films and stories like this need to be told. And it. do you think maybe that, um, what's your opinion with, you know, films like this, maybe people don't take it because it makes them feel uncomfortable? Maybe. I do. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that's part of, you know, controversy with mm-hmm. this type of film is because, you know, we're not all model citizens and um, 
whether it's us or we've seen stuff in like society play out, I think it, it sparks the uncomfortability within mm -hmm. us. Like, oh yeah, I have seen that. Or, or I've done that when I was younger and didn't know better before we become more educated and knowledgeable of like what is okay and what isn't. And um, yeah, I, I, I think it is uncomfortable just because it's once it's a very uncomfortable subject sure. matter of all of us going through different traumas, but also we've seen it in real life play out mm -hmm. and um, it's, it's hard to watch. Well, yeah. But I think that's uh, important for a conversation starter, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. it, it, you, you've got to talk because once you're uncomfortable, you want to talk about it to someone so you can not feel so uncomfortable. <laughs> right, right. No, these are exactly, these are the conversations we need to be having. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was in a sorority when I was in college and I do think that there was, mm -hmm. you know, some not so great frat boys. And I think films like this, like asking for it, that can maybe spark a conversation among you know, even sororities like hey this film have any of you experiences can we all come together to like maybe we need to talk to the dean to about this fraternity specifically or or whatever it's just i think it's just opening up the dialogue between mm -hmm. different groups of women or men as well so i think it's great and uh, again what caught me with the script too which was a break from the original uh, you know what we've seen before with this type of film is that it felt like every there was consequences for even our group's actions, uh, you know, especially at the end. It surprised me, you know, it, this happened and she stayed. They could have all driven away and yay, girl, you know, but she stays to accept her consequences. And you have a few other instances as well um, is, you know, I, I felt that's what it was going for. Do you think that's maybe a little unusual and, and a little what's nice about the script is that it breaks away from that. Cause usually we see more glamorization of the rebel girls, like, you know, Hey, we're all superheroes, but I didn't get that impression in this film. Right. Yeah. No, I think it almost, it, there was some humility to it and, and it wasn't all neatly wrapped in a bow mm -hmm. for you there at the end to like, Oh yeah. Okay. They got all the bad men and goodbye. Yay. Women. Right. It was like uh, a very selfless act for Regina, Alex's character to be like, I got to take this. Like, I love you all so much. And we aren't, you know, we, we did some bad things as well. Like we, we all have to kind of be accountable and I'm going to take the fall for what we did, which I think is kind of, it's great. And it's, it's sad. I mean, I, I hate yeah, watching that. It is. <laughs> it, it gets me and it's I'm like, no, no, come with us. We're fine. We can all just leave and, um, you know, but that's, it's almost, too much of like a movie and it's great <laughs> i yeah i like the ending i i of course mm -hmm. in my little soul wanted her to be oh, with yeah. us but i i like the take of it that she she knows that we weren't perfect either mm -hmm. and um she was gonna make sure that we all got away perfectly fine and like she helps so that's great yeah it was it was a, a surprise ending in a good way and and you know, it, yeah. it, it, it is emotional as well, which I really liked as though there's a lot of levels in this in this film uh, that I think people might miss if they look at, you know, they look at it on the surface or the description. They're going to miss out on something like this. And and it's going to be sad because you all you all put in some wonderful performances for sure in it. Uh, you know, it, it, it I liked this group. I wanted to see this group succeed. Right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know? that. laughs> uh, with it now, uh what would you say your easiest scene was? Oh man, the easiest scene. 
mean, I loved dancing in the cherry bomb. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, me and Vanessa walk in, the other two follow, and we kind of had just a little dancing. That, that's probably this because we're dancing and having, you know, having a little girl gang fun. Um, yeah, that's a big one. I'm trying to think. I don't know. I think one for me, I know I'm changing it a little uh, harder. I always keep going sure. to it's, um, when I go up to Kiersey's character and I, you know, say mm -hmm. thank you. Right. And uh, that to me, just being in the emotional of like, you know, she saves me. She got me out of there mm -hmm. after the breaker box exploded. And yeah. Um, yeah, that one was more difficult. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it was all kind of fun. I, I, <laughs> I I loved this film and I love the cast and everyone made it so fun. I don't know. So, so what was the hardest though then? What was the challenge, most challenging one for you? Yeah, I, I was going to say definitely. Oh, just the, say, just the thank you. There was just right, so, much, okay. so much power sure. but behind that. I don't, you know, I don't talk. I am mute, but I have a little bit of a scratchy voice that I can get yeah. out, get out something. Mm -hmm. And I think just the emotion behind that scene and I was very emotional when we filmed sure. the final scene. That was actually the final day of filming. Oh, it was. Was the last scene. <laughs> so to know that we were all going to picture up and I'm signing, I love you, and we have to leave her there. Oh. Um, that whole day was very hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, then the emotions come across on the screen very well. And, you know, I, I think it's a really solid film. And it was great to see your character have that, uh, you know, portray that representation on screen because uh, we don't get characters like that much you know uh, yeah. it's, who sign or who are mute I mean we've got Coda now which everybody yes. has loved have you seen Coda? <laughs> uh, yes I have I mean, it's, it's an incredible film mm -hmm. and I'm so glad that the deaf community is getting the representation that they should so right and, and just like the you know uh, female community is, uh, for lack of a better term, you know, get, you're getting representation of the trauma in here, which is handled, I think, carefully, um, in it, which which needs to be handled uh, this way. Now, I heard it was cold though in Oklahoma, which you don't associate with as well. But David, David, he he he, he was mentioning how the nights were rather cold. Yes, it was. It could get quite chilly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> end of october middle of no, you know towards the middle of november and woof, it got chilly we all had big old warm um warming jackets to help now now how was the uh community uh, when you were shooting this film because uh you know i imagine with it with it being oklahoma as i've been told it, it a very wide range of thoughts and philosophies and such there uh did you get any was there any interesting uh you know reception from the community i should say I honestly loved them. They were incredible. Um, there was one karaoke bar across from We were all staying in a bed and breakfast. I don't know if did David. No, he didn't mention it, no. Okay. There's one karaoke bar called mm -hmm. The Jungle. And every single night, not every single night, that's an exaggeration. <laughs> a lot. We would go over after we wrapped that evening mm -hmm. and we'd all go sing karaoke and just, you know, bond sure. as a cast. The People of Guthrie loved us. And, you know, you have Vanessa Hudgens yeah. singing. Um, she's like one of the nights saying high school musical. You know, she has such an incredible voice and she's singing for all of these people, which was great. So I felt everyone was very welcoming. I thought um, we had some, you know, cute people that would always show up <laughs> wherever set was. They'd try to, you know, 
keep their little eyes on whatever school I'm doing. So that was that was fun. Yeah, and uh, what was it like seeing the characters, uh, like you mentioned, uh, Moral and uh, Ezra's character, you know, complete contrast to your two characters. I, you know, how how was that acting and, and seeing those characters, you know, in contrast to yours? What, what kind of feelings was that? Was it? Uh, it was intense. Yeah. It definitely was. You, you know, I, I love Ezra, such a magnetic, incredible human, and I would, like, see him on on the off days when he wasn't mm-hmm. marketing well, and we're talking and he's so great. But then as soon as he switched, it was so scary because I'm, you know, I'm still honing Lily as sure. uh, a true character and in, in, in this role, I'm like, no, these are, this is a bad guy, but obviously Leslie loves Ezra very, very much. Yeah. Um, yeah I think it'd just be, it was just, it was a lot to see that, mm-hmm. especially in Patrick Kelly, like, his, his little strut he has the head chief you know we're like okay i'm gonna stay away from that <laughs> yeah he was he was a very cold calculated character i i thought he was uh, spooky uh, very... exactly that's yeah <laughs> but yeah. but i think you needed that type of character to to you know contrast your group as well because your group was doing this out of different motivations than his it felt like you know, no, you, it, it wasn't malice. It was it was justice in in their eyes. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, we had to. You know, they had to set up the motivation for why mm. we were doing this, and um, yeah. Well, and, and not everyone in your group were perfect either, though. I mean, I like that there was not like heavy uh disputes or heavy you know rifts in your group, but you all weren't exactly get along characters either, though, were you? <laughs> No, no, we we had a quite the Vanessa Kiersey tip there um, in the middle, and I think it 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 did bring though kind of a real mm-hmm. element to it that we're not you know best friends all the time. We all have gone through a lot of heat, mm-hmm. and like we we have a, a lot of bottle of emotions. We have a lot of you know anger within us, and um, just you know, and it, I think that was almost like a a cool element that it was also portrayed that we're not like all the time just, sure buddy yeah, buddy yeah yeah like we, we have a lot of a lot of emotions going on inside us and sometimes they don't come out the best way and that's kind of how real life is played out so <laughs> and uh what's what's something that you would like your, the audience when they come out of this to take away from the film if there was one thing to take away from this film what would you like them to uh, see them take away from this Such a great question. Um, I would like the audience to one, you know, enjoy the film. I think it's um, an incredible, just masterpiece of art. Um, But I think just to really understand um, the trauma that people go through, Mm -hmm. and that we all deal with different things, and that um, I don't know, it's like. Sometimes justice needs to be served. <laughs> I like I'm coming from the like women empowerment sure. like, angle, oh, but yeah. like um, people need to be held accountable. And mm-hmm. I it's a wild ride and um, of a movie, and I think it's so fun. And I I do really hope you know audiences love it. Not only are they entertained, but they go away just being like, oh wow, like women are pretty badass, and like we probably shouldn't mess with them. <laughs> <laughs> well, that that. That's an excellent, I think that's excellent to take away from this film. That's an excellent yeah, thing to take yeah. away. 
So uh, what's next on your plate? What do you got coming up? Um, yeah, so of course I'm auditioning and seeing what's next. I do have a film in April Ooh. that is a um, rom-com. <laughs> um, I can't say too much, no. but somebody from the Pretty Little Liars cast cool. is, uh, yeah, yeah, a lead girl. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm in it with the lead guy a little bit who he's dating. Yeah, it's, it's fun. It's, it's a very very timely rom-com a um, <laughs> little bit different uh mode than what you were playing in <laughs> it, it is it's just definitely a very different film really fun i love to you know exercise different acting sure. muscles so. though i think it would make a very interesting rom-com if suddenly the one you know the, the actress just goes off and and you know punches the guy there you go like <laughs> it's like no i don't want to take your stuff <laughs> That that would be a movie. That yeah. would be that would definitely be a twist for the rom com, right? Big twist, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I guess a, a final question for you would be: What advice would you give uh, to a actor or actress who who wants to start out in film? Uh, because I, I, it's very challenging. I've talked to many, uh, you know, and I always get here's something different. So, what kind of advice would you give, say, aspiring uh, auteurs out there? Yes, two things, um, just keep going. Mm-hmm. You have to outlast people, um, people all the time. I heard one time when I moved to LA that 7,000 people are entering the city, but 7,000 people are also exiting the city right. in the entertainment business. Right. So, um, you just, you, you gotta like, you gotta love it and you gotta keep going. One time I sat on the plane next to Ron Perlman. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, and that's I, that's actually one thing I told, I was talking to him, like, <laughs> what is it? What do, what do I need to know as an actor? He's like, you gotta outlast this town. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's so interesting. Like, um, cause people, you know, they're in and out, but like, as long as you're like slow and steady wins the race, it's, it's gonna happen as long as you're dedicated. Um, but two, I think a big thing for any aspiring actor um, is networking. Mm-hmm. Is um, you you have to like create your own stuff. You have to get out there. You need to show people what you're doing and what you're up to, and um, really meeting people that are like minded and mm-hmm. creative and want to be in this world with you. It's it, it's really hard in in the acting world to be just a lone wolf. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's great to have awesome people around you and creative people around you that want to make things happen. And, um, you know, meeting the producers of asking for and then meeting the director and just everyone was such a family. And I'm like, that's what really makes a great project. Um, so yeah, you gotta outlast everyone. You gotta stay here. You gotta be dedicated. You gotta, you gotta get yourself out there. And, uh, hopefully you get to be shown in a movie trailer and have the creepiest part in a horror film. Cause I'm going to say right now, <laughs> truth or dare. Well, I- I'll fully admit, uh, the film didn't quite connect with me. I remember yeah. your scene. That's why when I got a chance, I was like, oh, no because way. with the with the evil yeah. smile, I just I remember that. I'm I like, know, I can't smile that big. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't distort my smile on here. No. <laughs> um, but yes, thank you. Shooter there was such a blast in film. I mean, horror films are fun. It's sure. it's funny. Before really doing any horror movies, I I wasn't a big horror film mm-hmm. watcher I was, right. I was kind of scared I was like oh, I don't know about these and now that I've done a few I'm like oh wait this is fun <laughs> and I actually know that there's 25 people on the other side of that camera right now where they are being scary <laughs> <laughs> um so it's helped me watch them but 
Thank you. I'm glad it was memorable for you because yeah. I, I had a blast. Yeah, well, it looked like it was a blast for everyone, at least to to make the film. So, yeah. Um, where can people catch up or stay up to date with you, uh, social media or whatnot? Uh, you know, license to shill. Where where would where can they uh, keep up with your projects and such? Great, thanks for asking. Uh, so, my Instagram, Leslie Stratton, is an easy one to see what I'm up to, but also Leslie Stratton, which is my first last name. Uh, dot com. Oh, awesome. So, Anytime I go to lessonstratton.com, I usually try to keep all of the my current projects up there. My reels, you can check out the commercials I've done, the films I've done. <laughs> Well, I thank you again for taking time out of your uh, schedule. Uh, I know, especially with time zones, it's a little tough, but I appreciate it quite a bit. And I hope we get to talk again for another project soon. That'd be really yeah, great. Yeah, that would be so, great. Thank you so much for having me. This has been so great. Much. Well, thank you. And uh, I hope you have a good evening. Thanks. You as well.